Welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. This is Orlando, and we are season two. Yeah. And we're on, what, episode 54 now? So we're keeping it? Like, we're not resetting the clock? Like, hey, season two, episode one? And that's a lot to keep track of. Okay, Let's just, so keep it. Just, episode 54. Uh, we're on season two, year two. The new uh, frontier. Is that what we're calling I, it? I think that's what we're going to call it, the season two. The new, because we're like a doing Star Trek. Uh, no, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to go down that road. Our, our last, Trek kind of our guy, last right? season will be the final frontier. <laughs> well, I hope we never have a final frontier. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we just keep going. Uh, how how long do you think? You know, I always wonder, like, how long would this kind of podcast last? Hopefully, it just keeps going. Well, as long as there's as long as there's um, new things in the reselling world, it should be able to always be relevant. Which um, I think there's always new things. If you're still reselling like you were five years ago, you are losing money. Like, but if there's like apocalypse, right? Would we be like an underground bunker? And still be like, be real, be relevant. All right. So uh, uh, what, want, do we, what do I we just, have for I have today? these thoughts. All right. Anyways, moving on. Okay. All, right. All right. So what's going on with you, Mike? As it's summer, but it doesn't seem like things are slowing Summertime. down. Summertime. All right. Yeah. So, so what's going on? The living has not been easy, man. I keep it's hearing been... some Will Smith in the background, like summer, summer, summer. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. There we go. Um, I... it, this is an awkward start of the season two. That's all right. Um. Yeah, so, man, okay, so I was expecting to have a lot more free time, which I did the first couple of weeks uh, this summer. was a lot of free time for me since, you know, off from school. But um, this move with with moving into the fifth wheel has been pretty extreme because we are 100% off the grid. He is off the grid. If you follow us on Instagram, he looks like he's off the grid. Like, people are like, are you guys in San Diego? Yeah, no, and when I I say off the grid, I mean, off the grid, there is no electricity. Uh, we have a well pumping water. We have um, we have so I'm I'm having to figure out how to set up the solar system, uh, getting the batteries, getting the generator, getting and let me tell you like what I thought would have just been like easy plug and play a couple solar panels into a couple of boxes which powers my unit. No, I I feel like I'm kind of a techie guy, yeah. but I'm not an electrician. I feel like over the last few weeks I'm turning into an electrician though. So for any of you out there who are handy with electrical work, my hat is off to you because I have probably got. I don't know, 60 hours of study and like a big old binder full of like, all right, voltage and amps and wattage and inputs and cable sizes. And it's a lot, man. But hey, that just goes to show if you're willing to do research, you can learn anything. You really can. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, I, I will tell you, I know the only reason I, I hesitate is because it's just my own personal experience. Like I when I was young, I remember I wanted to learn how to fix cars. So, you know, there, now there was no YouTube. If there was YouTube, I probably would have figured it out. But because I see I've seen your YouTube videos, you know, because we go on our YouTube channel. I'm like, I look in the history. I'm like, looks like Mike's working on something electrical because <laughs> all our search is like how to set this up, how to set this up, how to set this up. But yeah, I would say, you know what? Maybe you're right. Like at this point in time in, in history that because of YouTube and so many resources, if you want to learn something, you can definitely learn it. It's just going to take time yeah it's a, and that's what i mean like so if you're willing to put in the time the energy the effort you can learn whatever you want to learn including reselling um but you just got to stay you know current and updated and, and moving forward because i mean i have a little bit of help my my father-in-law he does um he does he makes solar plants different type of solar so i have some help but even like his knowledge of what type of equipment to use has changed over the last few years because as new technology comes out what was relevant a few years ago isn't. So that's that's one of the reasons we do this podcast, right? But it's the same thing we're always so relevant. Yeah. yeah. We're at episode 54 and we have an endless amount of topics to talk about. Like I don't think we're ever gonna be done talking about reselling. 
because there's always something new or there's maybe something that we need to be reminded about yep. or maybe there's something we miss. Like there's always some, that's why we always say that, you know, if there's anything you feel that we miss on something, you're always welcome to share in the comments because again, we know some, but we know, don't know all of it. So there's plenty, plenty to learn. All right. So how about on the reselling side? So I, I hear your fifth wheel, but let's talk about reselling. What's going on with the reselling? Oh, so you, are, you, are you asking for like a random story? No, I'm asking like, how are sales? Like, yeah. Uh, how's the listing going? Like, you know, because we talked about like last, I think, update, which seems a little ways ago because we had that, you know, that reflection episode. Like you were saying, hey, it's interesting because the things that we talked about on the episode about slowing down the summer slowdown, like have been working until they've been kicking in. You see some of that or has like the fifth wheel taken over and you guys have struggled being consistent? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the key. So I guess I'm a perfect example that I've seen both sides of it uh, at this point. Before before um, the fifth wheel really took over, man, I was listing every single day. I was sourcing every single day. It was super consistent and the sales were super consistent. Um, I'm still getting sales. I mean, I, I, I'm not lacking on sales, but I'm definitely not at the same velocity that I was getting uh, when I was listing several items every single day. Now it's like, you know, I go a couple of days between listings and and so the sales are dropping and, you know, I'm okay with that because right now um, it's not do or die for us yet as far as like making the the, the income from reselling isn't crucial, right? Like okay. this is extra money. This is allowing us to build capital so that come come December when my wife stays home from work, that's when our store needs to be 100% functioning. And then she'll be able to put the time that she's putting at work right now and put a good portion of that into to eBay. Um, so I'm kind of back to like feeling what it would be like just part time over the summer. And yeah, it's it's slower, but uh, it's not bad. I mean, once you get, you know, hundreds of items in your store, you're still going to be getting sales consistently. Maybe, maybe not the biggest items every single day, but you know, every week I've got loads of packages going out. So awesome. All right. So I'm kind of in, in the same place as you are as far as I, I feel like summer, if there's ever a time you have to be consistent, it's summer. And and it's interesting because I remember during Q4, there would be like two or three weeks where I would honestly do absolutely nothing on eBay. Like I was so busy doing Amazon sourcing, sending packages out. And then I'd still get multiple sales a day. I mean, it was good. But now in the summer, like if I go a day without listing or sending offers, like I feel it. It's weird. But, you know, it's one of those things that we've talked about, like, you definitely have to put in the work in the summer more than you would on the regular seasons because there's less buyers. So, and we, we're not really, you know, I don't think we know how the algorithm works, right? We just know that, Hey, if you're consistently listing, consistently sending offers, diversifying your platforms, you can definitely make things happen. Speaking of diversifying platforms. Oh, I'm ready for you. Have you got your posh listings? Yes, sir. Nice. How did that go? It was all right. Was it was it as as uh, scary as you thought it was going to be? It was. I didn't think it was scary. I just didn't want to spend my time. So I did do it. I listed my ten. Right. I, I'm a man of my word. I had to. That's the only thing that got me to do this was the integrity piece. And I listed my ten items. Uh, and I I made it kind of like a uh, a plethora, not a plethora, a uh, hodgepodge. <laughs> you know, I put a buckle in there. I put some Nike shoes in there. I put some Harley stuff in there. I put some boots in there, just kind of, you know, a good variety. Now, I want to be careful. I don't want to sound like, you know, when you're brand new to reselling, you're like, you got 10 items and nothing selling. Like, 
Well, that's what's happening right now. I have 10 items and nothing to tell Have me. you done any sharing? No. But see, that's the thing. I don't want to share. And the first message I got, the very first message I got on Posh was a scammer. Hmm. Hey, text me if this is still available. Like, really? And I get it. I've like, never had a scammer on Posh. Really? Really? No, my very first message was that. Now, maybe I'll have a sale. Maybe a sale will happen during the podcast. I, there's a couple of things, though, that I learned doing this. This is just Orlando's very limited, you know, 30. It took about an hour to listen to items on Posh. And uh, number one is I think it's pretty smooth as far as the interface, as far as I did it on the desktop. So I, I'm not a, I just, I don't like listening on my phone. Oh, I know on, you you're try all it, phone. Man. You're all phone. But I like, you know, I have my Dropbox on my MacBook. And so I just pulled the pictures like it was easier for me. And, uh, you know, I just copy pasted the eBay description onto Posh. That was easy. Couple of things. So I thought it was a smooth interface. I thought they make the, you know, it just goes boom. Here is this new? Yes or no? Category? Yes or no? I I thought that was really easy. I I think some things I didn't like was that I was limited to eight pictures. Like I don't think it does justice for certain things. So like when I sell shoes, I like to have like the the shot like that everybody sees that to capture people, and then I like having the forward, the back, over the top. Then each shoe, you know, right side, left side, right side, left side. Then I like having the front part of the sole, the back part of the sole. And then I like having the tag. I couldn't do all that on Posh. And then on the description, I couldn't put, like, I, I felt like there's keywords that people may have used to look for my item that now they will not have the opportunity. So, and people go back and forth on eBay. Some people think that if you put too many keywords, you're keyword spamming, which is correct. But I think sometimes if people are looking for, you know, a certain shoe, uh, they're going to have certain keywords that you may not have th- thought about. So, yeah, there's that. And then there's the, you know, I think Posh is still developing as far as like there was drafts, but I would love it if they had a self-similar, you know, which is kind of like drafts. You get what I'm talking yeah. about? And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It was kind of nice not having to pick my shipping. I guess it picks your shipping for you. It, if it fits in a, if it's under five pounds, it goes in any any box. But like, I didn't have to choose FedEx ground. I didn't have to choose yeah. priority. No, it's, have... it's 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 going to ship USPS. You don't have to pay shipping. Okay, all right. So we'll see. I may add another ten items by tomorrow. I just don't know. I I will tell you, eBay has been good. Uh, you know, the other day I did an IG story and definitely diversity of items. You know, from you know guitar pedals to sewing kits. To vintage shirts, to Harley gear, to I mean, it's just all over the place. But I like that because I feel that that's definitely one of the ways to win in the summer. I'd like I I want you to get a posh sale just so you can see how smooth that transaction is. Like I really want you to. It'd be great if maybe maybe um, our listeners can share your store. And, and share I, I don't your... I don't want to go there yet. <laughs> I I don't. I really I I don't. Just in the sense that I don't know. I I gotta tell you, it just seemed. To me, the whole thing was very social, like, and I kind of, you know, we're big, we're, we're big on like always posting on Instagram and doing the podcast and YouTube and adding Poshmark to the social world. Just it's true. It's one more thing. And I just, I don't know if I want to go down that road. You know, we did, I did talk to one of our listeners though, and they had a, um, they paid for a virtual assistant to do all of their sharing true. for them true, true, true. and doing pretty well. I mean, I haven't got to that place yet, but I've thought of like uh, having like paying my nephew or 
um, I don't know, maybe having my TA or something. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're not going to go there. No one from the his school is listening right Just now. Just joking. All right. Anyways. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. You know, it's one of those things that sales are good. Um, I'm also prepping for Prime Day. That's coming up soon. I'm excited about that. I feel like sales are picking up even How more. How many Prime Days a year are there? There's only one. Really? Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's always like Prime Day. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just Amazon has done such a good job of like marketing it. Marketing it that it's just like there should be a Prime Day coming up soon. But uh it's interesting on, on Amazon because you know, there's a how can I put it this way? There's like this anticipation for Prime Day. No one knows when it is, but everybody's getting ready for it. Which I think Wait, you don't know when Prime Day no, is? No, they don't they haven't I don't think they've even announced it yet. Maybe they have. Huh. I've heard rumored that it's is like, it like mid-July. a different time of the year every year. I think so. I think they like hold on. I mean, this is good. Like they just hold on to it. But Surprise! It's Prime Day. <laughs> I know that's how it works, but you know, so I will say. Amazon's been good because I've had those days where I've just haven't been able to list or been able to send offers just because, you know, you got a lot going on with the podcast too. And we'll share about that in a little bit. So, all right. Well, actually, um, maybe, maybe we just do that now. Just what we're kind of planning on doing over the next few weeks and what, what season two looks like. All right. Well, season two, big change is coming in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. We're, we're keeping things same for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, Orlando and I are really big uh, pretty much in every aspect of our life. We try to not do something unless we can do it well, do it right. Uh, so uh, we want, we mentioned potentially doing two episodes a week or up to two episodes a week. So we're thinking of having, um, adding interviews. So we've got interviews in the pipeline coming up here pretty soon. Uh, those are a few weeks out. Uh, and also um, because of things like quote of the week and us talking about different books that we've read that have been influential in our life. And, and I know that Several of you guys know how powerful books can be, right? Like, you know, reading a few things. We're such it, educators. It, <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to do a book study. We're doing a book review, right? So um, kind of the way it's going to work is uh, every every other week on Sundays, we're going to have uh, just like a bonus episode. So um, if it's not your thing, you don't have to listen, but you never know. You might get something good out of it. Uh, and we're going to be doing various books, um, covering anything from finances, up through, I don't know, maybe philosophy, who knows, like as time goes, what we'll be adding there. But we're always going to explain kind of the highlights from that book, what were the takeaways, and how can we apply that to reselling in our lives. Uh, so what is the first book that we are reading? We are reading The Richest Man in Babylon. Richest Man in Babylon. So our first uh, book review is going to be probably covering about half of that book. So we'll break the book up into two parts. It's a short book. It's so, not super Yeah, long. it's a short book. So July 14th, um, we'll be releasing that episode where we cover about the first half of The Richest Man in Babylon. Uh, so if you are interested in reading along with us, you don't have to. We're going to give you the SparkNote version of it and how it applies to reselling. Let me, let me read one of the reviews. Can I read one of the oh, reviews? please do. Okay. So this is, this is how big of a book this is. Now, I, here's the weird thing. I think I read this book. I just can't remember if I have. That ever happened to you? Well, I mean, we can't sit here and say how amazing and life-changing it is if you don't even remember reading. No, it was. I implemented the principles. I just, it's one of those, you know, sometimes you get those books and you read like a few chapters, but you don't finish it. Mm. Ever happened to you? It does. Like, that's what I, I think that's what happened to me. So, and, and, and when you read stuff in different stages of your life, it impacts you differently. So. 100%. So, Yes. So this will be. So let me read this. This is the very first review that came that on came Amazon. Up on Amazon. All right. Change your life and be happy. Whoa. Looking back on the last 50 years of my life, one of the best things that ever happened to me 
was my wife's uncle telling me to buy and read this book. That was a year before I shipped out for Vietnam. Wow, so this has impacted him for a long time. A few years after I returned, I remembered his words when we found out he had passed and I bought the book. We had two kids, paycheck to paycheck, and no savings. I read the book and it hit home hard. Slowly, week by week, we started to build savings. Now we have a good retirement, well off and secure. This book started it off. Easy to read and understand. Timeless message. This book should be required reading for all school kids and resellers. I just threw that in there. The resellers was added. It says all school kids. This is like books that like adults read. It doesn't espouse greed. Like thinking, oh, well, he's going to diss another book. I'm not going to read that book. It simply teaches that you already have the ability to grow your prosperity from what you already have. Read this book, all in caps, and change your life forever. That, that's, that's pretty intense. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Um, you know, I, I think this is a good place for us to start. I think, you know, we've seen through Quote of the Week how, how different philosophies and different things can impact uh, reselling. But this one, I think, is going to be very easy to connect because it's about money and, and I'm assuming how to, how to kind of manage money. So, uh, yeah, we'd love for you guys to join in with the reading with us. We'll have a link to the book down in the description. Um, you can buy the hard copy. Those are always great because you can write in them. Um, I think the the Kindle version is extremely inexpensive right now. It was like 99 cents when I saw it. So, you know, feel or you free. you can audible. You can audible yep. too. Audible it. That's always a good thing. Put it on two times speed and listen to it while you're, you know, driving or doing your sourcing or whatever. Uh, but um, if you don't want to listen to it, please still listen to our bonus episode. We'll be kind of giving some of the highlights and just kind of shortening and condensing it all in. So, yeah, just something different. July 14th. Yeah. July 14th, we'll be dropping the end. Right. We're doing it two episodes a week. Right. So that's part of this. So we kind of just said that. So you had mentioned the interviews and so on. So our goal is, you know, every week consistently we'll be dropping episodes. We're still keeping our Wednesday schedule. Yep. Wednesday for our, our traditional update and kind of themed episode. Yeah. Okay. And then so that, you know, extra episode will be dropping on Sundays. Right. So our interviews and our book study. So stay tuned. We'll obviously let you guys know. Uh, but uh, I'm excited. Two episodes a week gonna be some work but it's it's gonna be fun yeah 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 let's fingers crossed hopefully this works out okay um you know and honestly the more engagement support we have from you our listeners the the more likely that this is successful so we appreciate it yeah so hey thanks for hopefully <laughs> you'll continue to be with us thanks for being with us thus far yeah <laughs> we'll see where this goes all right so you have anything uh interesting weird random happened to you this week orlando all right so i i have a story from a listener i want to share Okay, so that's your uh, your rent that's story. my rent story. Right, Just like because it. it's inspiring to me, I wanted to give an update. So, do you remember Simon from uh, San Francisco? Yeah, like, yeah. He had like the store were clo- uh-huh. store closing. So he he emailed us, and you know he wanted to. He you know he was excited that he was on the podcast because we shared his hustle of the week, which to me I had no problem sharing. It was like an amazing hustle. But he goes, you know, I want to update you guys on what happened. And I love hearing updates because. You know, it's kind of one of those things we do on Instagram. Like, I'm very big on, like, I want to document when I source something. I want to document when I sell it. Because sometimes you'll see a haul video and you're like, that's cool. And then you never know if it sells. Right? So, here's the update. So, if you remember, the store was closing and he bought a bunch of rain spooner shirts. Okay, a ton of rain spooner shirts. And he ended up, he already sold 12 of them. And will be rain spooner shirts for an average. This is kind of like a hustle of the week, but there's a twist to it. Average price of around $91. That is huge. Okay, he has three more. 
He's about $300 away from breaking even. So he has a ton of stuff he still has to. Inventory wise, I have 100 more Rain Spooner shirts. Wow. 100 more Kanoe and Peter Millar shirts yeah, waiting to be sold. You'll, uh, you'll, you'll get that 300 to break even quickly. He probably, this email was sent a little ways back, back in early June. So he probably made it already. You're, you're probably way past broken even. Okay. He, he goes, honestly, 40 of these are inventory reserves. Okay. After two weeks of listening to Spooner shirts, you know, he was just shocked about what, what's happening on. And then a comic, board, a comic book store was closing. And so he also had to deal with that. So he regrets not buying more Spooner shirts. And that's something we talked about before is like, if there's a deal, like you got to take that deal as far as you can. Right. Have you ever had that where you felt you, you had picked up more? Has it happened yet? Yeah. Well, I mean, even that saying that comic book closing, um, that, that kind of bring gives me a knot in my stomach because I would say a little over a month ago, maybe it's the same store. I don't know if he lives in our area. No, he's in San Francisco. Okay. So um, I went to, to uh, a game tournament playing a, a card game and I noticed I never played at this store before. It's a comic book store. It also sells different games. Um, it was it was a neat store, but they were closing and it was like their last day of being opening. And then the next week they were going to be selling stuff. And so he had already had like items were like 50% off. He's like, if you just want to buy stuff, you can buy it. Now the prices at 50% off weren't at the place where I'd buy them. Right. I was like, well, I'm not really. And it was late at night and I never went back to go check. And I'm thinking like, you know what? I should have just said like, how much would you take if I just bought like pretty much everything? Right. Mm-hmm. So instead of just, so instead of getting the 50% off, like, would you take 80% off? Or 85 if I just bought it all right now. Cause because he's closing, right? Like he's literally packing everything up and leaving. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I do regret. I regret not potentially pushing that a little bit more. I've been in the same. I mean, I've had deals. I remember one time I was in a state sale and I probably could have bought every single piece of Harley in the room. I just was hesitant. You know what I mean? And I get it. Like, and this was probably a year into reselling. So I kind of was I had capital, but I didn't have that much capital, you know, and and I was scared that if I threw everything at it, like I would go broke. But I will I will say if you're at a place where you have enough capital where it's not going to, you know, bankrupt you like or it's not going to put your business in jeopardy. Maybe it's time to just take that risk, you know, and, uh, you know, and then what you have to do is you have to be willing to sell on multiple platforms. So what I mean is eBay to Posh to local to Instagram to Facebook Marketplace because when you have a lot of stuff, you want to move that stuff too, right? You don't want to get stuck on one platform. So that's just my two cents on that. So let me let me add let me add the twist to this though. Okay. So this was in San Francisco. It took him three days to get the stuff. Why? Because he had to carry each box over his shoulder on the way home. He bought them while on his lunch break. And then carried them on BART, which is like their uh, subway system in San Francisco, to get home. That's amazing. That's no car. That's that's the kind of hustling. That's the kind of hustling it takes. Like if you're willing to do that, you're willing to to hoof it with boxes over your shoulder several days in a row in order to get that kind of a deal. You you earned it. You deserve it. So that that to me spoke volumes. Now there's a lot of story I didn't share because this was over three days. So each day. He got a bigger haul and he got a bigger haul and he got a bigger haul because the price kept dropping. I, you know, he, I think part of the, what made him, you know, be reserved was like, how am I going to get all this stuff home? What am I going to do with it? And, you know, he looks back and goes, Hey, you know, I wish I had done more, but I got to tell you, Simon, this, what you did here, like 
I you hardly ever hear stories. I mean, I don't hear stories like this, right? Most of us have vehicles or something, but and I grew up in San Francisco. So getting to the bar train isn't like you just like walk across the street. Like you may have to catch a bus to get to the bar train, right? And then even when you're on the bar train, like there might be a walking distance between you and getting out of the terminal. So it's still a big deal. So hats off to you. Yeah, I, I just, amazing. I wanted to share that with you because I want to tell you, all of you out there, if you're new and you're like, hey, I don't have a car. I don't have a way to, you know, find transportation. I can't do this. Listen, Simon to me is living proof that is 100% doable. It's not easy. Trust me. I grew up in San Fran. I walked blocks. I walked up hills. My house was on it. It was, you know, it was a workout every day in San Francisco, getting to school and back or wherever I wanted to go and catching the bus. But hey, it's doable. So hey, Simon, thank you so much for sharing. His Instagram handle is um, S-Y-C-O man. So I, it's either Sickle Man or Psycho Man. And he's on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that story with us so we can share with everybody that, hey, it is possible. We're not trying to sell you the dream. It takes work, but it's completely doable. Oh, that's awesome. So that's that's my random story via Simon. I feel like that was cheating. <laughs> yeah, but I just it was so it was so much better than anything I could have offered. That's true. So there you go. That's right. why I shared that. Yeah. All right. So mine um, was interesting. So I, I mentioned this to you before um, earlier this week. But so when we went to garage sales over the weekend. Did okay. It wasn't my my greatest day, but you know it's it's consistency. You just got to keep going. And I stopped at one. And it was the weirdest garage sale I'd ever been to because this house was huge. It was right by the ocean. Like literally their backyard, like overlooked the bay. Yeah, yeah. Those are nice houses. Just like a mansion of a home. And I pull up to it and just looking at the garage and what they were pulling out, very unassuming, kind of just looked like a normal garage from my angle that I pulled up. And the guy yells out, we're still setting up. And I'm oh, like, the worst. all right. He goes, but if you want, I can give you a walkthrough. So kind of like, like tease you a little bit. Like, yeah, if you wait long enough, yeah. you can have some of these items. And I was like, done. Right. Like, give me a walkthrough. So I jump out of my car and he starts walking me into his garage. And I realized right away that like, OK, it looks like they're going to pull some racks out of this garage because there's like racks of clothing in here and like a lot of Hawaiian shirts. And I, I was kind of looking through them really quick and yeah. I didn't see any of the ones I was looking for. In fact, they're pretty much all just like your typical thrift store Hawaiian shirts, but there were hundreds of them. And then he's all, yeah, so the shirts on this rack are this much. And then right behind it were coats. And he's on the coats are $10 each. And he's all, now keep following me. And, and we went out, like kept going through his garage into what looked like two like patios had been enclosed. And it was. Oh, I know where this is going. It was basically a thrift store. Place. <laughs> it was basically a thrift store. Like there were tables and there were racks of clothes and, and everything was organized. Like dress shoes were on like four different tables and then tennis shoes were on four different tables. And then there were racks and racks of clothes. And then they had electronics. It was a thrift store at their house. And this was like a mansion of, a, I'd never seen anything like it. So he's kind of like a thrift store wholesaler. Yeah, I don't know. And so I asked him, I said, well, I said, do you guys do garage sales a lot? Cause I didn't know how to like yeah, yeah, yeah. bring up. And he goes, well, we'll take names and numbers and we'll call people. We, we call people like you to come, you know, when we're open. And I was like, okay. So I gave him my name and number. Um, which he never called me back that day, uh, which is kind of a bummer. But from what I gathered, just looking at the prices, they were like the same prices as would be at like the store that shall not be named. Really? Yeah. Like okay. everything was marked. Like but shoes were, they were quality items. Well, now that I didn't really get it because he was like kind of rushing me out. He's like, we're, we're still setting up. So you have to come okay, back okay, later okay. on today. So I'm like looking at the shoes real quick and it's all like, you know, 
I mean, there were some Steve Madden shoes, but like that's, that's the same not, stuff you see at every though. no. Yeah. So like I didn't see anything that was like, oh my gosh. And I quickly, like I said, thumbed through uh Hawaiian shirts and it was all just like the 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 cheapy Hawaiian natural shirts. issue and yeah and uh Cook Street. Yep, yep. So I was like, at first, when I saw all the Hawaiian shirts, I was like, this is it. This is my rain spooner haul. I'm going to be able to say, like, I'll buy all of your shirts. And it just wasn't. So I had this emotional, like, up now. But I, it was just such a random thing because, you know, you don't expect to see a thrift store being ran out of somebody's home, specifically if their home is, like, a mansion. Yeah, that is, that is pretty interesting. Like, I've never seen anything like it before. But maybe he built that mansion on, on his eBay business. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I, I, I will tell you that's that's pretty interesting. Like, I would definitely. I already struggle having inventory in my condo. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe alone a mansion. Maybe one of our listeners um, in the San Diego area knows this house, and and you're one of the people on the on the list that get yeah, maybe, called. maybe so you're one let of us our know. Listeners. Yeah, let us know more about it because I haven't got a call back yet. But I tell you what, when I get a call back, I'm definitely going because I I want I want more info about what's going on with this stuff. That so. Is- Wow. You know, it's funny because one of my connections is like that. You know, they they sell at the, yeah, I don't know if you know about the Rose Bowl, like Swamp Meat of right. LA. And so they they go up there and they sell and then they come back and they sometimes have extra inventory or stuff they didn't sell. And so they'll give me a call and I'll go and sift through, sift through their stuff. And they, they give me a good deal. It's not a huge deal. So that's one thing you have to think about. Whenever you buy from connections, sometimes, sometimes you'll get a good deal. But sometimes it's worth paying up a little bit because what you're buying is quality merchandise, you know. So I'm willing to pay prices. I'm gonna. Oh, I don't know if I'm okay. You let me know if this is okay. What I'm saying. I'm willing to pay the store that shall not be named prices if I can get a lot of quality items at the same time. Yeah, I can see that. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. If you're guaranteed to be able to fill up your vehicle every time. I mean, the prices still have to be right. There has to be ROI there. But if you're not driving around for weeks trying to buy that same amount of inventory, you're saving that amount of money in time. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I had something two weeks ago where I spent six hours at one location and I walked out with, you know, I, I dropped a decent amount and I'm going to triple my money because it was all quality stuff. Right. So it's definitely worth making those connections. Okay. So are you ready for some oldie but goodie? Reseller topics. Is that oldie or is that current? I don't know. So it's, I like, w- it's like reseller news, so, man. It can't be old news. Okay, but okay, but it but it Fresh is. News. It's old fake reseller news. Fake news? Fake news. Oh man. Well, cause okay. So I don't know what happens in the news cycle as far as like, you know, just mainstream news, but it seems like when it comes to reselling, like they recycle the same story. Right? So two news topics. That's how clickbait works, man. I know, but it's so... They've got five stories that they just tell over and over. That is true. But there's two stories that came out on the mainstream this past this past two weeks that were interesting to me. Well, not interesting. I'm just like, why? Like, how many people read this and then go, I just wasted my life reading to the bottom. Most people don't read to the bottom, though. I think that's how they get away with it. So first one was, like, there was a news story about Black Diamond VHS selling for 26000 on oh, eBay. gosh. It was like We're back li- to the black diamond. I know. That's what I'm saying. Little Mermaid collection. I'm like, okay, listen, I'm kind of done with this. And and at the end of the news story, it went again with, well, these haven't sold yet. Well, obviously they haven't sold yet because they're not going to sell for 26000 So if you're new to our podcast. Unless you're the money launderer. <laughs> Mike strongly believes it's money laundering. Yeah, so, and I think most of our listeners do too. 
But if you're new, brand new to reselling the podcast, if you ever see news stories about Black Diamond VHS, just research sold on eBay and it'll tell you the real story. Yeah, don't don't do it. Even just do therapy. Don't don't buy. But that's the thing that like, you might find one that did sell for twenty six thousand dollars, and if you did, it's because it was money laundering, and it was. I don't really think there are any worth. that have sold for. I like I've looked, I've seen some that have sold for like four hundred or a thousand or something like that, and maybe there was a special delivery with those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as far as and it was funny is like the the picture I think it was on Yahoo News was like a garage sale picture of like old VHS, like, you know, the crack cases and yeah. everything. Like, no one's buying that. Okay. Same story is Toys R Us is reopening again. I, I saw that. Is that, I mean, but this, the, this is a third go around. Okay, but here's the, here's the, what I saw though. Okay. The, the one that I saw claimed two things. One was that most of their sales are going to try and move towards an online platform. It's okay. not online, which makes sense, right? Very little overhead. The other one was that they were going to open up about a half a dozen stores across the United States. That's not very many. Like, I could see that, like, not coming back as, like, the chain that they were. But, like, open up a couple pilot stores, see how things go, build up. I mean, people will go crazy. I mean, just think, okay, so you remember when Raising Cane's first opened up here in San Diego? Yeah, so Raising Cane's is a, if you don't know what Raising Cane's is, it's a place that sells uh, like chicken strips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's famous in other parts of the country, but there weren't very many of them in California. Yeah, I remember it was a big deal. I showed up in the long lines. Yeah, huge long lines, right? Like one Raising Cane's. Like I waited an hour to get my chicken strips. Exactly, right? And I think if you did that, imagine if there was one Toys R Us opening in the entire California area. I got food poisoning, by the way, the first time. Oh, that's I've n- I haven't gone back since. Oh, I like Cane's. It's good. <laughs> I but, can't. I can't even look at that place. Oh, like my kids are like, "Can we go?" I'm like, "What? What, what place are you talking about?" That's the second store that shall not be named. Oh. Anyways, go ahead. But uh, but yeah, just imagine though the hype that a store like that would get if if Toys R Us opened like one in every major city across the United States. That store would be. They'd be able to charge anything. People would be lining up at the doors. Kids like people would just be like, "My kid can finally go to Toys R Us." You know. I, you know what? I see your point. They've created the scarcity. It's gone. It but there's a exist. couple of things here in play. Number one is they've said this multiple times. And so eventually, if you say things too many times, you become irrelevant. Like people are like, yeah, whatever. Like, here you go again, Toys R Us. The other part is they're trying to do online. And like they already did online. Like they had an eBay store. Like I would source from their eBay store to flip on Amazon. So I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. If, if, Toys R Us sticks to their guns and they open these stores, it'll be a big deal. Like, it will be a big deal. I will tell you, I am not, I remember last year, do you remember last year I was a little bit concerned, like, hey, there's no Toys R Us or what if Toys R Us comes back? How's it going to affect? I honestly, I'm in a place where I don't think it's going to affect anything. I think uh, the only way it would ever affect things is if they have only, like, like what they used to have, the Toys R Us exclusives. But all that's going to happen with that is they're going to sell out. People are going to flip on Amazon and the equation will continue. Yeah. And I think the thing that's going to affect more than that is more and more places selling online. Not just that places are selling, but I would say as time goes, fewer and fewer people are walking into brick and mortar stores to buy their kids toys for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. More and more people are just buying it right off an Amazon list, which at the beginning phase is really good for resellers because it's fewer people in the store buying the items. You Agreed. get to buy it in the brick and mortar store. You send it in and now they're buying it from you. 
Now, as companies realize that, I don't know, let's use Nerf as an example. As Nerf realizes, wait a minute, we've got overstock of our product in all of these box stores and we can barely keep it in stock on Amazon. They're just going to send fewer units to box stores, more units to Amazon. That's going to hurt resellers. No, so I, how do you get your hands on those items? No, I can see it. And and Nerf is one of those gated areas. It's yeah, I mean, I was using that as an Amazon. example. I mean, but, no, but it's hard. I mean, you can get ungated, but it is it is one of those that, for me, it's tough. I, I will say, I think with Amazon and their, you know, we've talked about how they're very big on third-party sellers. I think Amazon is just going to always up it where, like, <laughs> no one will be able to compete with Amazon when it comes to retail arbitrage. Right. I, I think, you know, will Toys R Us be able to offer one day prime? I don't think they'll be able to. You know what I mean? Like I could see Walmart doing that, but a, a business that went out of business and is trying to start all over, like that's going to be pretty tough. So I still think the advantage will be selling on Amazon. I still think the advantage will be, hey, these Toys R Us are near you. Like that's another opportunity for you to do retail arbitrage. I just hope one opens San Diego. Did you see any in San Diego? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read the article. I just. I'm sure. I just read the clickbait okay. title. That was it. I, I didn't even. I should have read it. I'll be honest. I. I just read it. I'm like, really again? You know, because it was all over Instagram. Like multiple people posted. And I'm like, okay. You know what? I'm gonna post all those Jeffrey giraffes that I bought the plushes. I bought. I think I bought like 500 of them. They're worth nothing. I mean, I paid like three bucks each. So maybe I'll make a dollar on each of them. But just sad. But I'm glad Toys R Us is opening again. So then my grandkids maybe can experience Toys R Us. They're going to say, what's a store? Isn't it just Amazon? You never know. I mean, who knows? 20 years from now? Who knows? Yeah, they're going to have inside of Toys R Us instead of instead of like uh, a YouTube channel where you watch kids play the toys, there's going to be like a cage. And then like, what, they're going to have- going with this? Like, it's not a cage, but like a, a glass container with like basically whoever would be doing the YouTube playing with the toys so kids can watch it. It's just yeah. going to be live streamed all day. Yeah. Like free advertising. Okay. Wow. We also give insights into the future on this podcast. That's right. There we go. All right. So this is kind of a little bit of only, this was a few weeks ago, but we had that, you know, in between episodes. So we didn't get to talk about it, but, uh, you know, Goodwill is partnering up with OfferUp in several cities. So Goodwill will now sell their items on OfferUp. Thoughts? Okay. Wait, did I say? Did I mention the store that shall not be named? You did. Um, oh, you gotta, fail! You, you got to put a dollar in the swear jar. Fail. Okay. So okay, here's what I think about that. Okay. That that's just going to be extra work for them, right? Like they already. I mean, if they if they can afford hiring more employees to take the pictures, do the listings, deal with people coming and picking up those items, not putting items out on the floor that are actually listed on OfferUp in case people double. If they're willing to put the money and time and energy into that and still make a profit in both uh, categories, good for them. But I, I already think they're overreaching. So, yeah, we'll see. But maybe I, it hires more people. I'm more like, get ready for the flakes. Right? Because, you know, there's a point in time I thought OfferUp was going to be different than Craigslist. And I, it is still a little better. But, man, I can't tell you how many times I get people to offer me on stuff and they just they go ghost. Like, I never hear from them. Or I'll even be at the meetup place, and I'll get a message like, sorry, I couldn't make it out today. Right? And I've even done it myself. So. Ooh, <laughs> Orlando the Flake. I know. I, I was. I, I, there was a thing, I, and I missed out. It was like a $100 flip, too. But I just, uh, it was like an hour drive, and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, I you know that's I'm not too concerned about the story that shall not be named. And I'll say this, and I, I keep saying this, is that I think there's a lot of fear out there that the story that shall not be ma- named is kind of gonna hurt resellers. I think it's the opposite, right? We've talked about this, so we won't say it too much. But in the end, as long as the story that shall not be ma- named keeps making bad PR for themselves, like trying to appear nonprofit but looking like they're for profit. And as long as they keep turning away, you know, resellers from their store, it's not going to work to their advantage. And and I think this is another way because, you know, now somebody did say maybe as resellers, we'll be able to source from OfferUp instead of having to go into the store that shall not be named. Maybe. Who knows? You never know. All right. You know what? If, this is kind of strange. A year ago, we were talking about eBay Glitchgate. And it's happening again. Have you noticed some of it? Okay, be very specific with me because okay. there is an eBay glitch that I know about or knew about, and I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Well, I would say a couple of weeks ago, eBay actually was out. Okay. Like for the day. Not for the whole day, but for a good part of the day. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you don't know, right? And you're like, oh, is this summer slowdown? And then you find out, and you're like, oh, and part of it's comforting, part of it's not, right? The other one, what's the other one you heard about? Are we good to share that one? Uh, the dimension. You, you sent me a you sent me a text message uh, the other night. Oh no 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 that's that's the whole that's not dealing with eBay. Okay. That was just so there was a <laughs> no that's not dealing with eBay. No. Anyway, that was with the company that uh, incorrectly priced their items, mm. and you're able to source a ton of them for super cheap, but none of those items have shipped yet. Yeah. So I'm guessing. My thoughts are they're going to all get canceled. That's a bummer. That is a bummer because I was buying shoes and I, I, I don't know. I, I want to be careful because the info that, it, that we could share could kill the market. So I don't want to share the specific brand. But what ended up happening was, I don't know what happened. A repricer went mad or what happened. But I bought probably, I want to say close to 100 pairs of shoes for... Three to ten bucks each that flip for fifty to hundred. Yeah, but they're sitting in my paid box, but none of them have shipped yet, and it's been two days. So I'm a little worried. They're supposed to be shipped out. You think they'll ship out? I don't know. If they don't, I mean, that's that's kind of a bummer. It is. A Maybe bummer. you'll get like a coupon or something. Now we, it is your... a binding contract as we as we've discussed. It's true. So I don't know. Anyways, okay, back to the real news. So. Ebay, the other the other incident, and there's been a few. Uh, the dimensional changes just happened. Remember when we talked about right, that? Right. Yep. Right. Where like now it's uh, on. Uh, this is a post office thing where if you ship out items, you know they have a special measurement for cubic uh, measurements, and if ends up weighing more, or you know the measurements together cubic end up being a certain number more, that's what they'll go with. If you have no idea what we're talking about, check out our Instagram post or Go to the eBay community, you know, what is it? Uh, eBay measurement changes it's on there. Or you can go, what, three podcasts ago? I think the last podcast, or more than that, probably like a month ago, one of the update episodes. Yeah, we talked you were about solving it. like extreme equations and stuff. Well, I don't know about extreme. I just was incompetent at math. Let's put it that way. So a lot of people that had calculated shipping, as a result of those changes by the post office, buyers weren't able to pay or buy or buy items. Mm. Cause it came up as an error. 
Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So, but here's what I'll say. I, and I'm not just, you know, we are not sponsored by eBay. We're not mouthpieces by eBay. But I think it's, this is going to sound strange coming from me. I think the reason why these glitches happen in June is because Q4 is around the corner. Right? So I think eBay is trying to move things in the background, right, to make things happen. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, the amount of work and effort goes into a single piece of code that operates in, in you know, behind the scenes on the platform is amazing. And, and, and it's incredible, too. The reason why there's so many updates and updates and updates on software, you're always getting on your phone, you need to update, you need to update, is, I mean, one, they're making certain things better, but two, they find a bug and they fix it. But, but there's, there's, there's long-term, like, systematic uh, consequences. Like, you change one piece of the puzzle, and then now something else over here doesn't work right. Or if somebody else changed, like you said, when the, when the post office changes their policy, right, now all of a sudden the two systems which were playing nice together, now there's, there's, there's something that's not working, right? Because my system says this, your system says that, they don't mesh. And so you're going to have glitches and breaks. And so, yeah, you, you expect that. And I think you have to give a certain amount of grace just because, um, I mean, I'm sure there are, they've got countless IT people like pulling their hair out as soon as one of those things happen. Well, and they're working the hard to make it work. They're a business. Like they want to make they money. They want to make it work. Yeah. They're not going to let it like just like, oh, there's a glitch. Ah, time for lunch. Like I'm pretty sure it's a big deal, right? Because you got shareholders, you have investors, you got, you know, millions of dollars every day, you know, billion in over the year, right? So you got a lot happening. And so for me, it's like, okay, you know what? Last year, I think we got really frustrated. Do you remember? I mean, because last year there was a lot and uh, maybe there will be more, but Ultimately, you know, some of the things that have come out, like the send offer thing, which has been amazing, yeah. right? I've enjoyed that. Some of the changes on Seller Hub have been awesome. So, you know, the one thing I really hope and what, you know, happens at eBay opens that they announce limited access to eBay stores. You know what I'm talking about? So, like, if I have an employee, I no longer have to pay Inkfrog. I can just set it up through eBay, and that's going to save me close to $400 a year if that happens. So, anyway, so hey, just be aware, just remember. We're always big on you got to sell more on more than one platform, right? Because, you know, if eBay was your only way of making money, like if there's a glitch, like you're, you're going to be struggling, right? But if you have Amazon, you have Posh, you have other platforms, you have local things, you know, you can still bring that income in. So always diversify. All right. Let's talk about CPAP machines. What about CPAP machines? So didn't you pick one up? Like, I did, yeah. Um, so, so pretty decent price too. I haven't listed it yet, though. <laughs> you guys, honestly, you kind of scared me a little bit, and okay. it made it into my inventory reserve. All right. Well, I have an update on that. Okay. Are you willing to listen to this update? As long as it's good news, it's gonna be a little cringy. Okay. Is that a real word? No, maybe not cringe. It's gonna be disheartening. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Okay. So we wanted to get back to you guys, and I feel bad because we did have an awesome listener that did call in and left us a hustle of the week. And it was a CPAP mask. But I believe they, they did that come in before or after our podcast release? It, I think it came in, I think it came in after or around that time. I don't know for sure when. Okay. I hope, I hope if this is bad news that they didn't buy it based off of my recommendation. No, no, I don't, I don't think it had anything. No, because you didn't recommend it. We were very clear on the podcast that like, hey, we don't know. Like, we're gonna we're gonna check on this and we'll get back to you guys. 
We just said, hey, make sure you check eBay's file. No, we did not recommend it. I was very clear about that because I, I didn't want to get us in trouble, you know? So I went on eBay and I did some research and this is the information that I found. Give it to me. All right. So I'll just read you the first paragraph and then I'll tell you exactly in relating to the machine that you found. Protecting the safety of our members is our absolute top priority. Our policy for the sale of medical drugs, devices, and healthcare products aims to make sure that any listing in this category meets strict health and safety regulations, blah, 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 right? So they're very clear, like, hey, this is exactly what we allow. So they break it down into this is what's allowed, this is what's restricted, and I guess not allowed is, like, next level, like, you can't do it. Ooh, okay. Right? So they break it down. So let's go down to medical devices. All right. And if you want to find out where this is, just Google eBay medicine, medical devices, and healthcare products. And that'll take you to a link. All right. So let's take a look at your medical device. I'm almost there. I'm scrolling to the, I'm scrolling. Oh, I just missed it. All right. So under not allowed, many medical devices that require prescription aren't allowed. For example, CPAP, BiPAP or VPAP accessories that require a prescription. Now, let me read about yours. Continuous positive airway pressure, bi-level positive airway pressure, and variable positive airway pressure, devices as these that require a prescription. Over-the-counter versions of these devices are allowed. So if it's over-the-counter... All right, so I need to double-check what, what yep. my, my unit is. Okay. Then it said CPAP, BiPAP, or VPAP accessories that require a prescription, such as masks, nasal pillow systems, flow generators, humidifiers, or headgear with a mask. And these are under not allowed. So I, I don't know. Like, that's a hard one. Like, my guess is that since yours was like, you know, something through medical insurance. Yeah, it's, it's probably a prescription. I don't know, though, because sometimes different insurances cover certain over-the-counter stuff, too. True. So I need to double check. And this might be going local. Okay. So... Anyway. I'll put it out at my garage sale and the next sucker will come by. And buy it. <laughs> Whoa, you just, wow. The next buyer who is unaware will come by. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like, I, I, I bought it thinking I was good to go. You know, you got suckered. Yeah, I got suckered. Okay. So anyways, hey, we always want to be real, even if it hurts our business. So anyways, you can. Always hey, I'd rather I'd rather lose the $40 that I spent on that item or whatever. I think I spent like 30, 20, something like that. I don't know. I'd rather lose that money than be in bad standing with eBay or or sell something to somebody and it, it's not allowed for a reason. I mean, you, you got me thinking when it's like, okay, like what if this unit failed and like somebody needs this to like live, you know, oh, like. And not breathing when you're sleeping. That's scary. That's scary. Sleep apnea. Oh, yeah. yeah. I so, know. yeah, I, uh, you, you live and learn, right? It was, it was, it was expensive lesson, but it's a lesson well learned. Okay. And, and you know what? Our, our, the the individual that called in with their with their hustle of the week, and you know that we 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 didn't you know we didn't share it because we didn't want to seem like we were steering people in that direction, uh, you know they did well, you know what I'm saying. So it's not it's not like it's not doable. It's just you really really got to be careful. So you know just make sure you do the research and then find out if it's something that's doable for you. Yeah, and eBay is pretty. They're pretty good with if you accidentally break a policy like that. Because there's so many. There's no way you can keep track of them all, right? Yeah. I, I try to sell a child's... Um, well, like, here's what... Uh, let me break. Let me... I had to Google this. Like, it wasn't like I could go to, like, an exact page. It's like, here's all our restricted items, right? right. So, it's very hard to tell. 
So go ahead. Yes, there was a certain item that I was trying to sell, like a, a an infant like seat thing. And I had already sold several of them. And one of them, I got pulled down and said it didn't meet their qualifications. Or, and so I was super confused. And I did some research and I found that this model had a recall on it. And so eBay was able to spot that there was a recall on this item. Okay. And um, luckily, it was easy enough thing for me to contact the company that I had this item. It had a recall and they sent out the extra piece that it needed. And I put that piece on and then I was able to relist it. Right. So, okay. so it wasn't like I did that. And eBay was like, how dare you break our rules? Like you're suspended. Like they just took the listing down. So if you do make mistakes, you know, eBay will, will let you know, hopefully in time. In time. No. And, and that's the thing. I, I will tell you, I did have one time I bought a certain, it was like a cream for like, you know, overnight, like, you know, I don't know, for wrinkles or something. And I, I bought, I dropped a hundred dollars and I thought I was going to make a thousand dollars. Well, eBay pulled that listing and eBay gave me a warning and I pulled all of it and I never sold it again. And I haven't had an issue since I think when people get in trouble is when it's a consistent thing, like, you know, but it's like anything you push boundaries, like, you know, the boundaries come back on you. So, all right. So let's end on a positive note. Let's do it. So eBay real quick. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, we are on the eBay for business podcast. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Like out of nowhere. Like yeah. I, I was, I was just, wow. And, and we got to talk to Griff. So if you don't know who Griff is, Griff has been doing eBay since like the beginning. And they, there was this podcast. It wasn't a podcast. It was called eBay radio and 13 years of eBay radio. Wow. And I was listening to eBay radio like back in the day. Now it's the eBay for business podcast. We're on episode 46 and it was just a great time. That's cool. Right, we I mean we we enjoyed our time there, and uh, if you haven't had a chance, it's episode forty six eBay for Business podcast. We got to share about therapy. And we got to share about therapy. And speaking of which, like this this information uh, was told on the podcast to us by Griff. So uh, it's the cat's out of the bag now. If it was ever in the bag, I don't oh, that know. is true. But I will say um, you should listen to the whole interview. But we we're just now talking about eBay as a business is trying to provide the best stuff and their updates and that comes with bugs. One of the things they said is because we mentioned how it's kind of a bummer that you have to use two different platforms. To use Terapeak, you have to log into Terapeak. To use eBay, you're on eBay. So these two platforms aren't actually working together. Uh, looks like in the future, you are going to be able to use it all in the same app. So eBay is going to have Terapeak awesome. integrated into it. They're working on that. So that's going to be amazing. That's going to be a huge game changer. Yeah. I mean, think about sold for an entire year, right? Right there. Uh, I'm ex and sell through rate and all that stuff. It's gonna be awesome. That's cool. So, again, you know, see, I I definitely think eBay is moving in the right direction in the many places. So I'm excited about that. And we have eBay Open coming. Woo woo! Now we have some things planned for eBay Open, but yeah. tune in. Uh, I don't think we're ready to share yet. Uh, I mean, I don't know exact details, but we are going to be releasing content while we're there. That um, is true. So make sure that you are. Uh, paying attention. We normally only release right Wednesdays now, Wednesdays and Sundays coming up here pretty soon. Uh, but that week that we're there, like the three or four days, we're hoping to have stuff out every single day. Obviously, Instagram, we're always putting out content, uh, but we're going to try and get some extra podcast stuff in that week just because there's going to be so much information and trying to pack it all into one podcast would probably be too much. So we'll we'll break it up into several podcasts throughout that week. So yeah, make sure you are paying attention to your iTunes or your you know, whatever you're so we may be dropping four episodes that week yeah that's gonna be intense 
So hopefully all of you will listen to all those episodes. Because <laughs> it'll be funny as if, you know, we drop all those episodes and we get like a quarter of listeners on one, quarter of listeners on the other. Yeah, no, listen to all of them. Right? We'll make them, make them short. We won't, we won't go too crazy on each one. But we want to make sure that we're not forgetting stuff and that we give you the most relevant information that we got that day. Because we know many of you can't go to eBay Open, right? If you're going to eBay Open, we can't wait to see you there. But if you can't go, we're going to try and do the same thing we're doing with the book review and, and pack in a whole day's worth of lectures and workshops and all that stuff into a little bit and say, like, here's the takeaways, right? Here's yeah. what, if you were at eBay Open, here's what you would have learned. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. And we have some other things. So it'll, it's going to be an exciting time. So, yeah, it's been busy for us. Let you guys know, like, there's a lot of good things happening. So just stay tuned. Yeah. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. All right. Are we ready for Hustles of the Week? Yeah. I was waiting for you to do the sound effect. All right. There we go. All right. Oh, that was hustle, hustle, okay. hustle, hustle. All right. So, hey, our first Hustle of the Week is somebody we met at the meetup. Yeah. That's cool. So, All right. What do you got there, Mike? All right. So, um, our first hustle is from Louis from uh, Instagram handle. Louise. Is it Louise? You know, I always mess that one up. It's like, if it's L-U-I-S, it's, Luis. it's usually Louise. Okay, there's Louise, and then there's Louis. Louis is E-W, and then Lu- Luis is U-I. Right? I don't know. I just know. So my first name is Louise. I'm sharing some secrets out there. but oh. And uh, people would always go, Louis. And, uh, you know. It's frustrating. It's not frustrating. It's just like, you know, like you say Orlando, and some people say Orlando. Right? It's not frustrating. Well, I don't, if you listen to our early podcast, I think I was calling you Orlando for a while it's there. It's very possible. I don't know. I just, you know, when I was in, Cal- in California, it's Orlando. When I'm in Wisconsin, it's Orlando. So it's all good. It doesn't, it doesn't even bother me at all. But, you know, I know this is Luis. Luis. All right. So Luis, uh, Instagram handle, at the Lord of Discounts. That's a cool name. The Lord of Discounts. Isn't that a sweet name? I like that it. a sweet name. Um, so uh, we got to meet them at the, uh, at the meetup, him and his wife. Uh, and so his family is very supportive of what they do. Um, and they sell car parts. It's one thing we don't talk about much. Yeah. You know, actually I, I kind of was thinking about it cause the, you know, the little sunscreen visor thing inside your car that you put down when you're yeah. driving into the sun. So mine is getting really loose and like, it, it doesn't stick up anymore. And like, when you go down, you can't push it out. It, like, and so I was like, Oh, these have got to be cheap. No, you can only get them used. And they're really? like $80 a piece. And I'm like, man, some people are buying cars for like a couple hundred bucks. They can part it out for, you know, just a hundred bucks. I see it all the time, right? Like $500 for a broken down car. Is it Okay. Broken down. Yeah. yeah, yeah broken down. You emphasize that. Okay. But if you could, if you could take out, take off the mirrors, take off the mirror, take off the visors, take off and sell that stuff. Yeah. No, no. There's some people that do that. I, Aaron from road to resale, like he on Instagram, he has a lot of, he's doing a lot of car parts and, and it, it does well. That's for him. crazy. So anyway, so, um, the Lord of Discounts sells car parts, and they came across something valuable. Um, and it was let's see, sold two Lexus oil pans for five hundred dollars each plus shipping. Whoa, it's legit. Like think an oil pan. Whoa, right? I I, I looked at that and I go, that is that's nice. An old Lexus oil pan, oil yeah. pan. Yeah, five hundred bucks each. Maybe we're did it say two of them? Yeah, two. Okay, so it looks like from this that it was their connection with somebody with a family member who sells car parts. Correct. So okay, so the Lord of the Lord of Discounts doesn't sell car parts typically, but they have family members that Correct. do. Gotcha. Right. And they know that they know that he sell him and his wife sell on eBay. And so 
they'll they'll give them a call and go, hey, I think we got something here. Check it out. Something interesting. Connections pay. Yeah, connections are awesome. Yeah, I pulled up to a house the other day that had a like an old school Corvette in the front, and one three of the things that I bought from the house were old school vintage hats that had two of them were Jaguar and one was Cadillac. Nice. And I was like, well, these are probably legit if that car is sitting out in front. Yeah, I get you know? it. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. But that's an, I can't say that's an, and we always say that, like network, make connections, even within family. It's all good because, hey, if they can bring you profit like that, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. So, Luis, thanks for sharing with Thank us. Thank you for sharing. And it was awesome meeting you at the, at the meetup. And, Maybe we'll have a meetup in the fall. Yeah. That'd maybe. be cool. No, I I mean, I think it's more than a maybe, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I th- I think... Meet up with us, guys. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, hey, just, first of all, let's just hope that we, you can meet us at eBay Open. Let's go there, yeah. okay? One so, step at a time. One step at a time. All right. Are you ready? Let, let's, play, let's play a Google voice. Let's hear it. Somebody called us in. Are you ready? Okay, let me pull this I'm, up. I'm ready. Are you ready is the question. Wait, you know what? Before I pull it up, we haven't asked people to subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right. Is it time for a spiel? To like, Let's do it. All right. Hey, so if you had, had a chance, uh, we are on YouTube, Pure Us Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Thank you guys that keep hitting those like buttons. Really appreciate that. Really helps us go up in the YouTube algorithm and gets our videos suggested to others. Yeah, and and when you hit subscribe, also make sure to hit the, the bell, the notification button, because just because you're subscribed doesn't mean it'll tell you that we've got new content out. Agreed. Agreed. And also, we are on iTunes and Spotify and Anchor and, and iTunes. So our hope is still to get to 100 reviews. I think we're about 90-ish. We're almost there. So if you can take just, you know, five minutes and just write up a review about our podcast, just a quick sense of a paragraph, and give us those five stars, that would go a long way for us. So we appreciate that. Uh, we, if you want to find, you know, hear about knowledge every day that we're dropping, we're on Instagram, Pure Podcast. We are on Twitter, PureSoCast. We're on Facebook, Podcast, And you can also email us. We get people that email us on Podcast at gmail.com. And you can leave us a voicemail like we're about to play here in a little bit with your hustle of the week. Or maybe you have a question, you know, something you want to share with us. And last of all, if, you know, in any way we've been able to help you, uh, you know, make that a little bit of extra cash and you want to just say thank you in a monetary way, there is a PayPal link at the bottom. And, you know, we appreciate all of you. You know, the consistent donations has been awesome. So thank you so much. So here we and, go. And we got a. Oh, we got to talk about that. So we're at we're a little bit over 9000 followers on Instagram right now. Yeah. So while you're going over to Instagram to to give us a follow there, um, pay close attention because we've got a giveaway coming up here. We do. We Several. have. So our uh, the one right now we're going to run is our 10 shirts to 10K giveaway. So by the time you hear this podcast, there's already going to be a post. And we are giving away Pure Hustle Podcast shirts. So for every 100 that we reach, 9,100, 92, 93, all the way to 10,000, we are giving away a shirt. And then once we get to 10,000 followers on Instagram, we'll begin to sell our shirts. And so kind of excited. We'll finally be able to swipe up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of it's kind of weird because again, we never thought we'd get to this place. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, take pl- part in the giveaway. You know, we've been wanting to give away these shirts, and so we're excited about that opportunity. And uh, you know, we're just excited about the future here. Are you ready for that voicemail? Let's do it. Okay. Let me play it real you gotta quick. log back in. You got all that time. 
You got all the time during the spiel to be logged in, but I'll 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 I'll, I'll get good. the dead air going here. So no, no, we're good, we're good. Yeah, all right. We're about to play right now. All right. So if you want to call, did I give the number? It's six one nine seven three eight eleven seventy. I don't think I gave the number. Six one nine seven three eight eleven seventy. Maybe. All right. So so here is the voicemail. Hey, Mike and Orlando. This is Brandon from Central California. Uh, I was just listening to your podcast. You said you wanted to get some deals of the week uh, through audio phone call uh, message. So uh, this is my deal of the week. Uh, I left you a Facebook message, but um, I'll just reiterate uh, through the voicemail. Uh, so I found a pair, uh, a full set of golf clubs on Craigslist free section. Some guy was getting rid of his golf clubs, had a full set in the bags. It was a little dirty, uh, but I took them and uh, I cleaned them up, made them look nice. In fact, he actually sent me home with some some nice balls in in a mesh bag, which had looked like they had hadn't even been used yet. So he was just trying to clear out some some space in his garage and, and, and unloaded those golf clubs. I hung on to them until golfing season, and I just sold them for 100 bucks uh, with, the, with the balls and the full set and everything. Cold hard cash right there. So $0 investment. Uh, all I had to do was drive 15 minutes out there to, to meet him and, and pick them up and uh, clean them up, hung on to them, and listed them. I sold them in one day. And I got a hundred bucks for it. Um, and other other people had full sets of golf clubs listed for uh, forty five, fifty, seventy dollars. And I just decided to test the waters and list them high, and I got a bite. And uh, so yeah, it worked out for me. That's my hustle of the week. Thanks. Thanks for all you guys do. Take care. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. You can't beat that. Think about it. So Brandon drove 15, so he spent 15 minutes, maybe he spent 15 minutes listening in and everything. He made 100 bucks. Sold it in a day, free. You know, that's the thing, too, is you often hear people say, um, I know Gary Vee makes the comment several times, right? Yeah. Like, there's free stuff on Craigslist. And a lot of times, stuff is just not as free as as you want it to be, you know? It's not the items you want to be free. But if you're vigilant and you're uh, constantly looking and you're paying attention, you'll find the right stuff for free. Yeah. And Turn it into cash that quick. That, I mean, One that, day. That, That's amazing. That is a hustle. I mean, we've had a pretty, like, you know, we had from car parts to free on Craigslist for $100. So, hey, thank you, Brandon. That is an awesome hustle week. Appreciate you calling in. Hey, all of you, if you want to call in a hustle of the week, you know, we may not always be able to play your hustle of the week, but we'd love to hear them and be able to share them. So, thank you, Brandon. Nice yeah. hustle. Give us a call. Anything, questions, comments, concerns, hustles. Give us a call. All right. Thank you, Brandon, again from Central California. Yeah. All right. Let me share. I like this hustle that we go about to share from one of our listeners. Because this is, this is, we always talk about, you know, expanding what you know, right? So Chelsea, her IG handle is Peace of Thrift on Instagram. And she normally sells clothing. But after listening to our podcast, decided to branch out to different areas. Didn't know what to look for, but researched items and came across a vintage Iowa. Is that how you say that? A-I-W-A? I think so, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I had a stereo system back in the day mm. in Iowa when I was a kid. Iowa stereo cassette recorder, the third version or something like that, <laughs> in package and had the original Circuit City receipt. Wow. You remember Circuit City? Yep. Okay, so you're not that young. 
Okay. So. I remember seeing those buildings. <laughs> <laughs> After they were, went out of business, yeah, closed down relics. <laughs> okay, I I shopped at a Circuit City when I was a kid. Okay, so they paid a hundred seventy nine dollars. She paid a hundred. No, they paid a hundred seventy nine dollars originally with the warranty, but she bought it at the thrift for six dollars and fifty six cents. I wonder if it was a store that shall not be named. Maybe who knows? Hopefully. So listed and sold within five minutes. Holy cow! For $260 and $57 ship. Holy smokes. I'm pretty sure she packaged it because it was a vintage item in yeah. a way where it wouldn't get damaged. And that's why the shipping cost that much. Yeah, that that's that's super awesome. I no. mean, you must have done your research picking up that what? item because sometimes those items don't. Like that brand isn't yeah, always. I, the I don't one. know if I would have looked at it. I, the first turntable I sold was, but it you just, the, the profit usually isn't there. But I mean, you got the right item packaged correctly. Like, Good for you. That's amazing. Now, here, here's the catch. So, she sent us an email, podcast at gmail.com. And then she sent us a DM because the pictures didn't go through on the email. And I was like, you know, you sold it in five minutes. Let me research this more because, you know, usually when things sell really fast, it's probably because, you know, you underpriced yeah. it. So, I went on therapy. Nope. Hers was the highest price sale of the year. Yeah. Double hustle of the week. Boom. So not only did she decide to branch out, she also did her research and she listed high and it all and paid your off. first place for the year, right? Like leaderboard wise for that item. Yeah, <laughs> no, she is. So hats off to you, Chelsea. That is awesome. Legit, legit. I, I love vintage stuff, especially stuff like this when it sells and when it sells high. Because, you know, you're, you're kind of saying, hey, my item is valuable. You know, and if this is a collector's item, you're going to be willing to pay for it. And she did that, and she scored. So I'm sure she's going to be looking at vintage stuff a lot more now. Yeah, good for you. So thank you again, Chelsea. Piece of thrift on Instagram for sharing with us. And also Brandon from Central California for calling us in. And Luis from the Lord of the Discounts on Instagram. All right, what is your hustle of the week? All right, so since we're talking about free, here we go. All right. This one's an interesting story. So garage sales were eh for me the other day. And I I wanted to get to this one community sale, but it didn't open until eight, which really means like I should be there by like 730 or seven. But some people are a little, you know, whatever. So yeah. I'm planning on 730. So I found a couple of, of garage sales that were starting at six and I went to one and did okay there. And I, I went to the one like right before I was going to go to this big garage sale. So I was in a hurry and it was like in an alleyway and I, I jump out of my car and there's people like loading up trucks and it looked like the, it was the people so you, moving. There's like anxiety building for yeah. you. And like there was no parking. It's so like I'm, I'm walking in and I don't see anything. It's like basically like empty garage with a bunch of junk everywhere. And I was like, man, like I'm too late to this one and I'm going to be late to the other one. And I'm, I just do a quick look and I see a Garmin in a box, like a, a car Garmin, right? And I know that those are hit or miss, right? Like especially now that we have cell phones, I think like who's going to ever use this yeah. thing? But I, I I open up the box and everything was like still new, sealed inside. Okay. And I'm seeing that these, this brand is going for, I mean, it was Garmin, Navia, something or another. I looked up the model. They're selling consistently for like 60 bucks new. Okay. Right? So I'm like, wow, this is like, this is okay. So I ask him how much? And the one guy looks at the other guy and he goes, I don't know. How much should I sell this for? And the other guy is like, I don't know. You could just have it. Really? And I was what? like, I, I looked at him. And the other guy looked at him and I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, we're going to use it. 
And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to look around a little more. So I'm looking at it and see if there's anything else because, you know, and then I hear them talking to each other. And the one's like, oh, you know, like it came with the house. It's not even ours. I don't even use it. And the other one was like, yeah, but you can't just give everything away. And I'm like, peace. And I left like <laughs> get in my car. I'm out. Yeah. Like I didn't, I mean, it, I didn't want to give them time to like, I mean, they'd already given it to me, but I didn't want to get like, I didn't want to hear them talking about how they wanted money for it later because then I'd have felt bad. So I was just like, I'm just going to leave. Or they may have asked for it back. Do you think that? Well, yeah. I've, I've had that happen. Really? Like, I've had something where I've been at a garage sale and I buy a bunch of stuff. And like, I don't know, the husband or the wife. This, one story was the husband was like taking a nap. So I'm putting stuff in my car. And, he, you know, I forget what the wife's name. He goes, hey, so-and-so. Hey, um, my certain surname isn't out there, right? And she goes, oh, yeah, no, I just sold it. The guy's putting it in the car. He's like, no, I'm not selling that. And could I have got into my car and been like, peace? <laughs> I could have. But, you know, it just wasn't right. So I did. I had to return the item and get my money back. Yeah. That's probably just the right thing to do, but that's a bummer. But, yeah, I mean, it felt good. Was that the, the most uh, profit I'm going to make over? Or is that, like, the most amount of net profit I'm going to make? No. But it's the highest ROI for sure because that's free. <laughs> that's true. To 60 bucks. I can't complain about that. You can't beat that. There you go. All well, right. Unless it's free to a hundred dollars and it's golf clubs. That's pretty That's awesome. true. That's true. So that house of the week beat that house of the week. But still, free is free. Free is free. Nice. What about you? You got anything good? So mine wasn't free. Oh bar. Uh, so we could have had like a whole theme going. Well, I, I gotta tell you, you know, one thing I will say, Gary V recommends starting the free section. I will say that's hard to do. It's not as easy as it sounds. I've I've tried that. And you got to be fast. Like, you have to have, you know, already alerts set up. Like, and you have to be only drop whatever you're doing. You have to be the first person. Like, it, it's, I mean, it's doable. I've done it. Yeah, if you want to get rid of a couch, put it on Craigslist for free. Holy smokes. I know. It, it, it's a hustle. Two minutes. Someone's there packing it. I know. I got some furniture I need to get offload, so I'm probably going to do that in the next few days. All right, so this one I had to pay, and I had to pay up for this one. So I was at the store that shall not be named. And it has some St. John items. You know what St. John? Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Not not St. John's Bay. No, not St. John. And so I, you know, I usually don't source St. John, but this was new with tags. And one of the items was, you know, they had it, had it the MSRP, and it was $695. I'm like, hmm. And I, I was like, you know what? I'll pay $50 for this piece. So I paid $50 for the piece. It was a St. John black jacket. It was a wool black jacket. I mean, it was nothing like outstanding, nothing huge. And But, you know, I saw the, the tag. I think it was $695 or something like that. I'm like, you know what? Somebody would want to, would be willing to pay a brand new price. So I'm going to give it a little less. I'm going to list it for like $500. Now, this took a long time. It took about six months. But it sold for... $424.99 and padded envelope shipping. I didn't send it in the padded envelope thing. I put it in a medium flat rate box. But anyway, here's, here's the hard part about this. This was while I was on, my, uh, on a trip. Oh. Right? So this thing sells, right? And most of the sales I had on the trip were like, you know, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks here and there. $424. I'm like, I had to message this person about the handling time. And I'm like, I hope I don't lose this sale. So 
I messaged them and they said, no worries. And then what happened is since it's over $300, I signature required the first attempt. The person went there. Second attempt person wasn't there. Eventually the person was there. So it went through money's in the bank. Person's happy with it. I am 300 something dollars richer. Good for you. I love, I love those. Cause you know, it, I didn't even know I had this item in my inventory anymore. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you list stuff and you forget, you really do forget about it. And I forgot about this. So it was a nice pick me up, especially in the summer. Yeah. Oh, it's, you can sell a coat like that or yeah. Good job. Good job. Hey, you know, there's some people that do that on a daily basis though. You know, that, that would be nice. Yeah. I mean, it's I'll, like eBay princess status right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That, that when you're talking about like, those kinds of tags that I mean, you just wonder where they get, I mean, you, they've got to pay up and that that's the, that's the game you're playing, right? Like you can get those tags more frequently if you're willing to go to boutique stores and pay the amount where you're maybe only making 50 to a hundred dollars each time you sell one. Yep. But I mean, so the, the ROI, the ROI isn't as high, but the actual net profit that you're making off of each individual item is so high that, you know, sometimes it's worth it. Yeah, I know. Just something to think about. Yeah. All right. Bolo. Bolo. Yeah, I'll go first. What you got for me? Sewing kits. Yeah, that's a good one. I've <laughs> sold some of those. You have? Yeah. Like, uh, I think it's called Busilla. I don't know. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The beat, right? Oh. Or Dimensions, mm-hmm. or there's a few. So, they, they they can be needlepoint. They could be cross stitch. There's also cruel. Is I have no knowledge about how these function or work. I just know here. Here's the thing. They're long tail items. Okay, so I'm not I'm not sharing a bolo that's gonna sell right away. But here's why. And I shared this on Instagram before, but I'll share it again to our wider audience here. There's three reasons why I love these sewing kits. Number one, you can usually find them new and sealed. Right, because it's somebody picked them up, they weren't too worried about it, like they just didn't get time, whatever it is. Number two, they sell for really cheap. Like I usually buy these for like 10 cents to 50 cents. Then on top of that, they are easy to ship. Like most of them go first class. And usually the way I ship these is I take a piece of cardboard and I fold it over and I tape all around and it still weighs first class and I ship it out. So so I've sold like five sewing kits. I think in the last three weeks, I paid maybe 10 to 50 cents for each of them. And some have sold for 15, some have sold for 20, some have sold for 30. I've sold some on Amazon FBA. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, you know, the Christmas ones go for more. But, uh, you know, listen, I got like 200 of them, okay? And it's not like these sell all the time. But 200 and I paid maybe 10 to 50 cents each. And, you know, when they sell, I'm They're easy to store. They're easy to store. Like... Definitely worth picking up. Obviously, you do your research. I wouldn't say pick them all up, but hey, if you know, if it's certain things that like you're like, hey, it's Christmas themed or it's it's themed in something that you know currently people are interested in, definitely worth picking up. Yep. So that's my bowl. That's good. Um, all right. Yeah, I've sold some of those. You've actually told me about those back, Did back I really? in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are good. They're, I, I like how easy they are to store. They're really inexpensive to pick up. So that's good. All right. Mine is mine's vague because I don't have like specifics. I, I've bought in a couple um, and I can't think of what their brand names are right now. But this one is is vague, but bear with me here. Okay. okay. All right. All right. 
hobby level DJ equipment. Okay. Not professional level. I'm not talking like okay. picking up, and maybe th there's probably tons of money there too, but I'm not talking about picking up huge speakers and big old boards and stuff because that's going to be expensive to ship and test, and you really got to know what you're doing. Okay. But there are a lot of middle-of-the-road hobby-level equipment that people will purchase off Amazon or stores or wherever they, they buy it, thinking that they're going to get into doing, like usually these are things that have a USB plug. That's one key that, that's, that it's hobby-level, right? And it's not plugging into big okay. mixers with big wires, but it's like it goes into your computer. And you got smaller boards, usually they're a little bit lighter weight. I find with those types of things, people often buy on a whim because they think they're going to get into it, right? They okay. want to learn, they want to get into it, and they buy it, and they use it once or twice, and then it sits inside their, their closet or whatever for months or years, and then they realize, I don't need this anymore, right? Well, the great thing is, there's another person who's wanted to try out DJ equipment, right? And so you can, I, I see them all the time, like little mixers and like little, I found one just the other day. It was like USB, had two little turntables on it. And it's actually a really nice unit. They go for like 150 new. Uh, I picked up this one for, I think I paid $15 and they sell for used like 65 to $70. It's pretty lightweight. It'll ship easily. Um, and, you know, just thinking, and, and it doesn't have to just be DJ equipment, but just think about things like that. Like what are hobbies that people get into? They last in it for a few weeks no, that's a good point. and then they don't really use it. Now, if it's professional quality equipment, one of the reasons I'd hesitate is usually that stuff. You're only buying it if you're using it a lot and you have to know how to check if it's okay. Cause if someone's selling it, they've probably used it a lot. Yeah. Right? I, I will tell you, I've picked up, uh, I think it wasn't Technics, but it was, it was turntables like professional DJ and the ones I picked up now, I picked mine up for like a hundred a piece and I flipped them for close to a thousand of them. Okay. But they were pretty worn. I mean, they were like worn. Yeah. <laughs> like needle was gone. Like certain parts were missing. Like it was using the club. But it's still worth looking into. But I would say maybe that was eBay calling us. Maybe. Maybe. Sorry about that. Oh, man, I thought I put it on silent. Okay. I wish it was a cha-ching instead. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. All right. So going back to that, you know, the big ones sell, but you're right. Like. I feel like, not that I got lucky, but the person that was selling it to me knew what they were talking about and they were willing to, like, educate me, mm -hmm. right? So I was willing to take the risk. But the hobby ones, you can get away with more because they're kind of easier to understand. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. They're, they're, they're less expensive, so you're not putting out as much money up front. And the chances that people have thousands of hours of work on it is very low, right? Chances are, if they're selling it, it's because they don't use it. Or... It's because they used it uh, uh, enough to decide that they wanted to get into it. So they bought more expensive stuff and they've taken care of their equipment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like a lot of times hobby level stuff is the right type of stuff to buy for flipping if you can, because it's they're usually not as worn. And if it is somebody who got more serious, they probably took care of it. Right. So you're, Agreed. You're, it's a good it's a good entry level stuff to be. It's funny. Sure. I picked up a couple mobile audio recording like you know, where you can put together tracks and stuff right. at a garage sale. Nice. This past week. And it was a it was a guy. Remember the train, major train hall? Yeah. I went back to his house. Nice. Like, and I knew it. Like, the moment I showed up, I'm like, this is where I bought an N64, a bunch of games, huge Lionel train set, and I bought some audio equipment from him. I may be taking guitar lessons with this guy, too. Oh, man. So, I don't know. We're going to have to have an extra episode every <laughs> week where Alana just sits here and plays guitar for us. But, uh, that's going to be a while. But 
really nice guy and he made me a deal and I left my business card and he has other audio equipment similar to what you're talking about. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've sold some pedals, you know. Anyway, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a great bolo. So what are you looking forward to here? Oh, I, I haven't even thought about that. You go first. Okay. So this is going to sound kind of strange. I'm getting ready to prep for Q4 and Q3. That's intense. That's actually our next podcast. Is it? All it right. Is, it is. There we go. So because there's no better time than to prep now because you don't, you don't want to prep in Q4 for Q4. You want to be ready to go. So as far as sourcing, as far as networking, as far as researching. So think about it. We're already there. I mean, we're dropping. We're, it's almost July, but we're there. The other thing is, I don't know if I want to say this. I'm looking to get 90% of my inventory all listed. Uh, uh, my inventory reserves, I mean. So why 90%? Like, that's a strange, like, benchmark. Because I don't think I'll ever get to the 100%. Okay, I, I could see that. I mean, 100% would be like, I'm sitting at home going, I have nothing to list. I better go source. Like, that never has happened. Maybe when I had four items, like, seven years ago. But I can't think of a time where I never had inventory reserves. So, and I'm getting closer to it. I've kind of, I've, you know, we don't go to the store that shall not be named that much. I'm getting a lot of bulk buys. And so, I've been focusing on a lot of the bulk buys. I'm just trying to get it all listed. And now that, you know, because of the summer slowdown, I've been consistent. So, I've been able to get a lot of things up. Because I'm motivated to make those sales. So my goal is to get over 90% listed. That's a good one. I hope so. Yeah. But, you know, next update. Just So next know, update, I'll say you got 10 more items in Boshmark and 90% of your items listed. Maybe. All right. We'll see what happens. Okay. Maybe, I'll, hopefully, I can give you an update of some Boshmark sales. Yeah. That's what I'm aiming for. Do that. All right. What do you got? Um. All right. Here we go. I got one I'm looking forward to. This one, this one is, uh, is, 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 all right, here we go. So, okay. I, 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 wow. I'm like, I have anticipation waiting for this. It, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. I mean, it is kind of, it should be fun. So I mentioned to you earlier about maybe going out cause I'm not on Insta story as much as, as I could be. Right. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to be on Insta story a little bit more. Um, but I just, I get too busy and it's my own, it's my own fault. But Orlando is like the king of Insta story, man. He is on there well, every day. I well, just just share your life. Yeah, he's, he's, you're you're great at it. So I was like, hey, maybe after we're done recording our podcast, we can go hit up some thrift stores and we can do some in stories. Okay. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that. That'll no, be it'll fun. Be a good time. I mean, we are going to be going to the store that shall not be named. But hey, that's okay. Maybe we can maybe we can make a couple Insta stories just about how bad it really is, <laughs> or how well, great it is. Let's keep it positive. <laughs> we're still we're going to be real. I, I I'm tired of being either positive or I just want to be real. And wherever real falls on the spectrum of emotions, that's where we're going to be. But the reason this is a big deal is because Mike and I never source together. Never. It's it's like maybe we've had the video on YouTube and we've had a couple. And, I, you know, I can count on one hand how many times we've true, sourced together. True, true. It's more because of Mike because Mike feels competition. Right? Like I keep saying, let's do garage sales. But I get it. Like I get it. We've had those awkward moments where we both find stuff. And we're like, "All right, who's gonna grab that?" Well, can you imagine if we walked up to a garage sale both together and there was a box with a Nintendo sixty four and all Nintendo sixty four equipment? What would awkward. we do? It would get awkward really quick. I agree. I agree. We have not, to split I'm not it. it. No, no, because you know the reason we're different is we're not like on a show or anything. Like 
you know, to us, that, that that's money for us. That's, yeah, <laughs> like that's our livelihood. Money. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I get it. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you looking forward to that. It'll be good. So it'll be fun. So we'll post those in a couple of days and, you know, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't be. We'll see. So if you haven't yet, you know, follow us on Instagram, Pure Hustle Podcast. Yeah. Help us get to that 10,000 as we give away shirts. You'll want to be there so to see those Insta stories and to uh, and to win a shirt. Hey, and before we wrap up, yeah, those shirts. Don't forget uh, the Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah, pick it up. Richest Man in Babylon. Inexpensive. Link in the description. If you want the like the actual paper version, I love paper versions just because they're you get you get to like annotate and highlight and, and something about holding a book. Uh, it's like eight dollars. But if you want the Kindle version, it's like ninety nine cents. Or if you don't want any version, just listen to our episode and we will share it with you. There we go. So hey, with all that being said, make sure to be real, be relevant, and be reselling. Peace. Peace.